Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. This episode of The Gaze Revolting is brought to you by Koala. Are you boning on a festy old mattress with no bounce? Hmm, yep. Visit koala.com and get $150 off purchases over $1,000 when you use the code GAZEREVOLTING at checkout. This episode of The Gaze Revolting is brought to you by the Wine Gallery. It's no secret we drink wine during these recordings. And bitch! Now it gets delivered straight to the studio. So visit thewinegallery.com.au and get $25 off your first delivery when you use the code GAZEREVOLTING at checkout. Welcome to The Gays Are Revolting, your definitive weekly news source for contemporary gays. We put the G in LGBTQIA+, and we're here to help you be the best G you can be. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Pop... Fuck it, you all know what we're doing. You're already <laughs> listening to us on whatever you're listening to. Just give us a thumbs up. And we thank you for that. <laughs> and don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Gays Revolting and Instagram at Gays Revolting Pod. Pod. Yay. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back. Woo! Tom's back. Yes. Whole, we're all back. Our regular hosts are back. Hello. Yes. Oh, it's Tell us our Balinese daddy, oh. fresh off the plane home. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Beautiful Kyle, of oh. course. The only thing whiter than him are his shoes at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so white. I'm and, so pale. of course, Luke, who's morphed into a basic white girl after joining F45. Oh. Yes, I have. Uh, and posting about it nonstop. Yeah. Is that one of the, co- the compulsory requisites of doing F45? Is that you tell everyone about it? You have it. to tell everyone about I've it. I've told yeah. everybody multiple times a day, mm-hmm. including you guys, I think three times yeah. a day, <laughs> on my Insta story. Mm-hmm. It's just something you need to do yeah. when you If a gay man up. goes to the gym and doesn't post about it on social did media, did he really ever go to the didn't gym? didn't happen. Oh, and yep. did you have six hashtags on it? <laughs> yeah, it's true, yeah. then maybe it didn't. So that's the minimum. <laughs> I've missed you guys browns. so much. Yes. Yeah, it's so good to have us all back in yeah. the same room. It's been so yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it was lovely. It was very nice. I have a funny story to tell you, but I've been oh, told yeah. I'm not allowed to put names to it because okay, some people fine. might know people in this story. So I went to Bali for my birthday. Yeah. And on my birthday, my friends very nicely booked a, a cocktail waiter to come to our hotel and we got very drunk. And then we went to Bali Joe's, which is the only gay bar in Indonesia, basically. It's illegal to be gay in Indonesia, mm-hmm. but Bali is very different. So Bali is like 85% Hindu as the rest of Indonesia is mm-hmm. um, mostly Muslim. So it's very relaxed in Bali and also they have the tourism dolls and stuff. So they have like 
a one strip of gay bars. Yeah. Bali Joe's is the most famous one. So we went there very drunk on my birthday. I was traveling with two. Fr- well, I was traveling with a whole lot of friends, but there's two important ones in this story, and I'll just call them friend one and friend, <laughs> friend two. two. Yeah. So we were at this bar, and friend one picks up this very handsome local in Balinese boy, and we went back to our uh, villa, and he went to there was a three bedroom villa. They went to his room and had sex. So while they're having sex. Friend two and I thought it'd be fun to skinny dip in the pool in our villa. So we were very, very drunk naked in the pool. We had the bottles of booze next to the pool doing shots in the pool. Friend one finishes with this lovely Balinese boy and decides to go to sleep. The Balinese boy comes out and decides to have a swim with us. Friend two decides to go to bed. And then the lovely Balinese boy starts making out with me. So then I took the lovely Balinese boy to my room at the villa. And we had sex as well. Anyway, I was so blind drunk. I think I passed out. I don't remember it finishing. I'm fairly sure I just passed out halfway Mm -hmm. through it. I wake up in the morning naked. My door's open and so hot in Indonesia if you don't have the air conditioning and stuff. So I wake up naked. My door's wide open. I stumble out of my villa with just a towel around me. And friend yeah. two's like, what did you do after I went to bed? I was like, why are you asking? What do you know? <laughs> he goes, okay, well, when friend one comes out, don't say that because it's really obvious what you did. I was like, how do you know? He goes, well, in the middle of the night, the lovely Indonesian boy walked into my room <gasps> and I woke Stop. up and I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, sorry. I thought this was the way out and then left. Oh. Anyway, the next <laughs> night we go back to the gay bar. Friend two picks up this time, comes back to the villa, stays the night. The next morning we're all having breakfast. This second lovely Balinese boy was like, oh, you guys are really lovely. I should warn you. There's this guy that's been coming to our bar. Yeah. What he does is he picks up white Australian tourists, goes back Mm. to their villa. They get really drunk. They pass out and he steals all their stuff. Oh, my God. And we've had tourists come into the venue to complain about him because he's always hanging out at the venue. And we were like, oh, show us because, like, we're here for a few more nights, you know. Mm. And he shows us a photo and it's Balinese boy from night number one. Mark, did you have your stuff stolen? No, nothing was stolen. But we think he went into the second room to grab stuff and then because yeah. my oh, but friend too was yeah. awake. He stole your he scared him off. <laughs> yeah, he just stole my dignity. That's <laughs> what was left of it. Christmas is slowly creeping up. Do you know what's <laughs> better and way closer? Gay Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the gayest holiday of them all. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> it's spookiest, spookiest. <laughs> I know it's an American holiday, but like I yeah. think it's like super adopted here it's in Australia. My favorite. Like, especially by yeah, like gay it. guys. Yeah. Like, I'm so excited. I'm so here for it. Just all the costumes and everything. It's campus hell. Uh, I do love it, but it is interesting. Like 14 years ago when I started going yeah. out, it was not a thing. Like a club might put up a jack-o'-lantern or something. No yeah, one was it's going like become out. become such a big thing. Yeah, and I think that's the internet. Like I think mm. because it's such a huge thing in the States and it's yeah, sort of yeah. been a thing in the UK for a while and stuff. Yeah. I feel like we've sort of been adopting it because of the social media stuff. I love are you? Do you guys have like big plans for it? I, I thought we did. We've been brainstorming four-person mm. costume ideas. What do we have? Seinfeld was one of them. <laughs> yeah. the, craft. the craft was one of them. Oh, the craft, yeah. Well, I'm going to be in Brisbane during that, so I'll be celebrating at Fluffy Halloween. Oh, <laughs> wow. is it, this is the thing now. Like yeah. every gay bar now has like a massive Halloween yeah, party. Yeah, I mean, that's always been. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, I'm from Brisbane originally. Yeah. And then, um, so it's like a really big party. I've got my costume sorted. Hopefully, What are you going out? Yeah. I don't want to say in case it doesn't. <laughs> I don't want to say in case it doesn't come out well, but stay tuned. <laughs> okay, okay. I've yeah. every year because I'm not, I don't have the body to go with something slutty. Yeah. So every year I've tried to pick ah. something political. Oh, really? <laughs> so yeah. two years ago they just announced that we would be doing the postal vote for <laughs> marriage equality. Yeah. So yeah. I had a t-shirt printed that had the Australia.
Australian logo, like the government logo header on it yeah. that had the question, do you oh, like support vote, a change in the law then, with oh. a yes and no thing? And I had a pen attached that's to me that people clever. could sign. Yeah, and then last cool. year was just before the vote, I think. Yes, it would have been because mm. we're about to hit one year. As, do you remember when they, the Yes Party sent out a um, text message, a mm-hmm. bulk text message? Oh, yeah. And everyone was like, this is an invasion of my privacy. Yeah. And the gays were like, well, yeah, welcome to our world. <laughs> yeah. So I had, I screenshotted the text message and had that printed on a T-shirt. Oh, and when it's cool, the text cool. message that everybody was scared of. <laughs> so this year I'm going as a strawberry with a pin in it. Oh, oh I thought nice. you would yeah. love it. <laughs> Halloween is my favorite. I love anything spooky and nooky. And <laughs> I like to withhold the pagan traditions of yeah. the holiday by looking as slutty as possible. Yes, it's very. Uh, which I think is the origins. <laughs> <laughs> the gay way of costumes is the... like underwear with yeah. like ears or like something painted on. Yeah. Like, I've, I've, I'm holding a football. Yeah, yeah. literally football. like the laziest <laughs> costumes. But like, I like the ones when people actually get into it. Like, I like making things. Yeah. Like, and like, not the bought crap because like that never looks good or is fitting. But well, like, making yeah. your own stuff is always better. The other day I bought. I think it was posted on our page a uh, pumpkin costume I think he looked yes. hot in that oh, and I don't so say that very yeah. often well this is the thing that pumpkin costume is meant for a six year old child so you and it's so meant yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, physically a six year old child <laughs> and it's meant to envelop their entire body and when I was buying it mm. the checkout chick was like no this is the kids one we have large and I was like no that's what I want yeah you yeah. shop at Oshkosh and- Oshkosh <laughs> She's like, no, 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 not for adults. I'm like, no, this is for gay adults. Because it shows a little bit of midriff and I just need to get it tailored in. (laughs) But also a local bar of mine, it's called Polino. It's out north, if anyone's listening in Melbourne. They throw one of the best Halloween parties I've ever been to every year. It's run by lesbians, so you know it's on time and it works. (laughs) The entire community gets involved. So you see, you know, Bob the Bricklayer from down the road dressed up you can't get in if you're not in costume brilliant oh that's good the entire bar's redecorated with some actual spooky ooky ooky spooky ooky spooky <laughs> stuff <laughs> and I love it we have Out like glitter control. encrusted in our house yeah. from like every Halloween like like ones before and it just keeps turning up it's just all but, the um, carpet what yeah. are you doing with the carpet now <laughs> what are you guys like what are you going plans? as Mikey uh, I'm sort of tossing up between like I'm gonna be a glitter vampire from Twilight because oh, that's yeah. easy oh, yeah. I like or no. I wanted to do like something really beautiful so um, James Charles and Kylie Jenner did like a Halloween yes. skull face with like beautiful oh, yeah. Eye makeup. Mm. I was thinking of doing that Do and that. just wearing like the slutty outfit. There is something nice about going out slutty. A few, when I was yeah. skinnier and younger and prettier, I went as Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror Picture oh, Show, just so in, a, in a G string and a corset wow. and Amazing. the makeup. And it was so liberating just running around in just naked. lingerie, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last year, um, I went as Shape of Water, kind of like Fishman vibes. That was my inspiration. And I had like web fingers and like oh my God. sea glitter beard. And, See, like, this is the thing. Amazing. Painted blue arms and like, stuff. I'm sure that looked yeah. amazing, but what if yeah. you pick up? Like, you don't want to go home with oh. someone with webbed <laughs> That was an awkward Uber ride home. <laughs> She's like, so, good night. Yeah. And I was just, like, peeling, like, paint all over my body. How do you jerk oh. someone off with webbed fingers? Oh, like, Yeah. <laughs> You're good at catching it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But there is, like, the whole thing about, like, being s- the slutty thing and stuff. I don't want to get serious or put a yeah. downer on it. But I was talking to one of my Twinkie friends today, and he's going as a devil. I was like, uh, oh, what are yeah, you wearing? Cool. He's got, well, I've got red high-top converse, oh, yeah. a red Speedos, and devil horns. Yeah. <laughs> Good oh, that job. Was <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, great. Wow. But he's been fasting for a week. So, at the time of recording, it's a week and a half until the party he's going to. Oh, yeah. He's already been fasting for a week. And I'm kind of like, oh, babe, like, Ooh. it's just Halloween. Yeah. You don't need to starve yourself That's for two and a half. One of the girls at my work. 
work is yeah. one of the girls at my work is fasting from like now to Halloween. Yeah. I'm just like, why? Like, so you look amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. What are you doing? I'm kind of a bit against that. It's, it blows my mind. The reason why I love Halloween is because it's so silly. It's meant to be silly yeah. and yeah. fun yeah. and spooky. And I, I actually agree. It's, it's this weird thing. We have fasting for Pride. We have fasting yeah. For well, it's like Mardi Gras. You know? Mardi yeah. Gras. Yeah. We have fasting for Halloween now. When really you're meant to. Look so stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially you know? just like this is Australia. We've never done <laughs> Halloween into the last five years, and all of a sudden we're taking it so it's seriously. So like, I love Halloween, but it is the night where you should be the least fuckable. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You should have blood. I feel and like guts. there should be like a like a happy in between. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm. Do you know one year I went as the alternate ending to the Sound of Music because I hadn't prepared a costume <laughs> yeah. and I had a Sound of Music costume from music theatre party I'd been yeah. to, which is like the later house and made out of the curtains and stuff. And I'm a blonde area looking boy mm-hmm. so I did my hair like a nice Von Trapp boy and then put a bullet hole right oh. in the middle of my head with oh. blood, <laughs> blood dripping down Ooh. my face and all down my mm. Lederhausen that's a good costume I, don't no, no, act no, like no. I'm a no, bad person I think that, that sounds amazing I didn't realise that there was like an alternate ending <laughs> no, situation there is not. No, but had like, they not have gotten away yeah. <laughs> I was just like what <laughs> yeah. I don't you- like it when people like don't go to effort they just like wear underwear and just throw blood on them and like done I'm like fuck you I spent like no buy some devil horns I spent like I spent like 24 hours like carving this like fucking silicon sculpture thing onto my face like. my housemate is going as Beyonce he's white oh. and at first I was oh, like no. oh, I was like you're not changing Dangerous. the colour of your skin he's like no of course not I just really fucking love he's oh, obsessed okay. with Beyonce and he's going in her Coachella outfit oh cool now yeah, I know what yeah, that yeah. is but it's he's yeah. months yeah, sorting out this Coachella outfit it's yeah. a it's a weird thing because I was going to say, I think it was maybe last year or the year before I went as dead Pocahontas oh, yeah. <laughs> in drag Love to that. the Polino Halloween party. And in the local community, there were a few people that were like, girl, do not yeah. do it. What? Do not do oh, it. Oh, like cultural appropriation. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, I'm a brown brother. Uh, not to make it even more yeah. serious. Yeah. The Halloween topic somehow began. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a fictional character and I'm also in a minority group. I don't think it's that huge. And it was a daily conversation I had with people in the community every day being like, are you going to do Pocahontas? Are you going to do Pocahontas? Yeah, I'm surprised you did. I would have thought that. I mean, I, as a white person, I certainly would not be going as any yeah. character that would be I know, a I'm native surprised. costume. I'm mm. surprised I did it too, but. Would you do it now? No, but yeah. it fit mm. me so well. <laughs> <laughs> and I already made the arrow through the head. Oh, wow. You know I went to. Um, did you like dance the night away with all the colors? I'm just imagining you singing <laughs> Colors of the Wind. Yeah. Just like. <laughs> I have a very, very white friend and we took him to... He's never been to a festival or anything like that. And we took him to Gay Times a couple of years ago. And oh, on the I ticket, see where this is going. On the ticket, it specifically says no cultural appropriation or native costumes yeah. of other... You know, your own is fine, but mm-hmm. of other. And this guy is the South Side, rich, very, very white gay. And uh, we got there on the first day and he pulled an Indian headdress out of oh, his no. suitcase. No. And we said, oh, babe, you can't wear that. No, 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 and he's like, why? And we, we go, oh, because it's like... It's Specifically says like no cultural appropriation. Yeah. He goes, oh yeah, but it's just a little one. Yeah. <laughs> and that was like he thought it's it just out a little bit, oh, and he read that on the ticket. He was like, oh no, but this will be okay because it's just a little, just a little Indian one. headdress. Oh. <laughs> when I was at the Shark concert like two weeks ago, there was like a row of girls wearing all Indian oh. headdresses. I mean, that's a hard one because like, there's that yeah. half breed song, yeah. which is also kind of like, Ooh. but also like Sher did that whole costume, that's, and Sher yeah. is yeah. of um, Native American heritage yeah, yeah. and stuff. 
but yeah, again, like, are you idolizing or are you appropriating? Mm, yeah, I just think confusing. I'm a white person. I'm not going to touch. Just it. not going to touch. I'm just it. not yeah. going to do it. I'll just <laughs> yeah. stick just with wear the sound underwear of music. and throw the blood on and be <laughs> yeah. done with it. Like, and all the glitter. <laughs> do you think Halloween births yeah. a lot of drag queens? It's like they're one day. Like, oh, absolutely does. And they're like, yeah. Oh, like it's safe today. So and many, then, and then you yeah. see interviews with like RuPaul's cast members that are like yeah. everyone oh, that started doing a start. They were bartenders at a gay bar and they did like a drag night. That's how they started. Or Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It would be remiss of us to get through this whole podcast without talking about another fuck-up on the Australian Ugh. political landscape oh, that's boy. happened over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. The Ruddock Report. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, really confused okay. where we it's are very, right yeah, now. Where yeah, we are with I, it. So. It is evolving as we as uh, it has been over the last week or so and um, probably will over the next few days as well. So this could be even out of date by the time it gets aired. Not Basically, the first, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Not the first time. Yeah, we've changed Prime Minister's Prime Minister's debacle. Well, there's even talk of that happening again oh, now. But anyway, Jesus. so governments have these reports done so that they can use them to advise their policy making they often will have them done with the intention of getting a specific result from a report so okay. this Ruddock report was done a few months ago by our current government the Liberal government it was decided that they'd do it after marriage equality was passed Basically, it's pretty much everyone understands it was with the intention of finding ways of enshrining further discrimination against LGBTI people in law. And the report was looking at religious freedoms in the Australian Mm. landscape, looking at things like, you know, the big, scary gay cake thing that happens in America that they've tried to make happen over here a few times, all sorts of uh, private businesses and stuff, um, what exemptions they should have. But also it was looking at schools and whether private schools, specifically religious schools, should or should not have the right to fire queer teachers Mm. and queer students. Now, they had this report done thinking that it would come back saying, oh, yes, you should do all of these things. And and the part that was leaked early was this review into schools. And what the report actually came back and said was um, states already have the right to make laws about this. And some states already do have exemptions where schools can fire or expel people Mm. for being gay. And the report said that whilst that should stay the same, the federal government should have laws that put in steps before this child child gets uh, expelled or the teacher gets fired. So that got leaked. And a lot of people got angry because they realised, a lot of people didn't realise no. that states already have permitted schools. it was schools. already there. It was already there. Realized that until last week. So then the Liberal government week. goes quiet for a few days and sort of tests the waters, realises that everybody's actually crazy angry about the fact that yeah. schools can expel kids yeah. and fire teachers. And then in this amazing reversal, and I think it's so fucking funny and fuck mm. them because they were trying to do something <laughs> really bad, they've now had to come out and say, okay, we're going to introduce a law saying that schools can't do this yeah. from a federal level. So it's yeah. actually completely backfired in their face, which is amazing. Suck it! <laughs> it's so confusing to me. And, like, honestly, if you're going to fire any teachers, I don't fucking understand science. How the fuck did my science teacher oh, get through yeah. all of his years at my yeah. high school, but a teacher could get fired over their sexuality? And yeah. There are no words that, like, strike fear in me more than religious freedom than maybe mask for mask. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, that phrase in itself has just become, like, something we are going to really be embarrassed about hearing, Yeah, I think, in 20 years or so, because it's thrown around as an excuse for bigotry. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And we see kids that are struggling with their sexuality at our practice, and they're such good kids. Mm. They're Mm. such good kids. They're intelligent. They talk to me at the practice, like, better than I speak to most adults. Mm. The level of conversation I had with them is 
at a level higher than you'd expect of an average adolescent or whatever. Do you think that's because young queer people are forced to sort of mature quicker and understand the world quicker? A hundred percent. And you have to research because you don't know what you're going through. And if you took these fears away from queer children... The fears of getting kicked out of school, the the fear of being bullied, the fear of being found out or whatever, those kids would excel they would so much yeah. more. Absolutely. I realized I was in my 30s and had done average at almost every fucking thing I had attempted mm. through my educational career. And I realized it was because I spent 90% of my time, instead of being able to just study and do what everyone else was doing, I was worried about whether I was going to get beaten up, yeah, yeah, whether I was going to get kicked out. And these these little things, these little moments of shame that happen to us when we're young and these constant concerns of who's going to find out about me, mm. who hates me, does my school hate me, does my teachers hate me, is something that never leaves us. Like that is when you're a child that is actually traumatic and leaves you with deep mental mm. scars that take a really long time to get over and that's why we do things that where we're looking for escapism as old in the LGBTI community when we get older and whether it's through alcohol drugs or just finding you know our little communities to stick with because we feel so much safer and we can cover up these emotional scars that we have from the way that we're treated when we're younger I just would have liked to have the opportunity to have the same academic experience mm. as my peers oh, yeah. absolutely if you look at it purely from a piece of paper objective standpoint that's something that affects my career financially mm-hmm. for the rest of my life and each and every one of us had a handicap mm. placed mm. upon us on a federal level yeah. going in and and it's just not fair for that to still be something in place. that's being debated. Yeah. yeah, I was listening to an interview with a principal of like a Christian school, and he was saying that forty percent of students at the school are non-religion identifying. So yeah. like they accept all kids with like other religions. So how can they accept other religions and people with no religion and then not accept gay people? I just, Absolutely, it, it makes no yeah. sense. And the other thing is um, like the idea of school is that you're trying to exactly. prepare kids for the future, and this. This is why I've recently realized that I'm, I went to an all-boys Catholic school and I'm so against single-sex schools now because yeah. school is supposed to prepare you for the future. How yeah. the hell is a child, you know, gets 18 years old and all of a sudden meets women for the first yeah. time? Then they're, so they've got a handicap yeah. on them because they have no idea how to deal with women mm-hmm. and the same for women in, in all-girls schools. Mm. You're actually disadvantaging the heterosexual kids at the school by not giving them the opportunity to meet mm-hmm. and grow with mm-hmm. LGBTI kids because they're going to get into the real world and, and they're going to be homophobic going to be scared of gay yeah. kids and, and it's actually also disadvantaging them and the same by um, not letting the teachers uh, yeah. teach Yeah, and also like well. how I, I want to know how are they going to go about finding like who they True, are like yeah. how is there going to be some like big yeah. witch hunt well, like the then people are feeling yeah. all this stress because like they're being hunted in their own school so now yeah. the, the Australian Christian lobby have come out and said oh we we don't think that kids should be kicked out of the school for being gay only if they have sex yeah and it's like what? you how people are, are obsessed mean? with children yeah. you say that we're obsessed with kids and their sexuality you're the ones mm. that want to find out whether yeah. these kids are having sex or not. Like, and how are they going to monitor kind of, that? Yeah, how are they going like, to monitor what? that? The other important thing is that the Prime Minister has said that they're going to change the laws so that kids can't get expelled from school for being um, LGBTI, but they've not yeah. yet said anything about the teachers. Oh, so yeah. there is, we don't the actually teacher. know whether that's oh, going to be changed or not at a federal level. Do you think ScoMo, like now that they changed the tune and they're going to be like banning or whatever, do you think that he's going to say this is his legacy? Like Turnbull was like saying- Oh yeah, oh, definitely. Like, yeah. yeah, and then he'll completely he'll change de- it. 
that and like, oh, I did yeah. all this. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see when like he was being questioned by the media, they're just like, do you support this? Do you yeah. think this is right? Da, da, da. He was just like, it's just the law that's in place. Did you see all those memes popping up when it was like, oh, all the kids in Australia come out as gay so they can get out of school? Yeah. I was actually waving like rainbow flags. I was thinking that at my Halloween costume, I might just dig out my old school uniform and come as a gay kid. The thing that could scare our government the most. I just want to learn some fucking maths. Yeah. That's oh, it. Yeah. Just to learn my fucking yeah, maths. Learn how to do taxes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and just let us have that. And, yeah. and gay teachers are not teaching gay maths. No. Who's no. going to teach drama? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know where the gay teachers are and what you they're do doing. Not want- <laughs> we had our PE teachers directing our school play. And trust me, oh, you don't want to have to sit through a PE hideous. teacher's directed production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> it is not good. Oh my God. I'd love to see the crucible done by a, <laughs> oh, by a PE, straight PE teacher. I think that'd have a real hot uh, take. The, Lar- <laughs> the Laramie Project by a PE teacher. <laughs> Do you think there are a lot of gay teachers teaching at really Christian oh, schools? Well, like, would they like yeah. think about that mm. when applying for jobs and all that? Um, I had a teacher at school, so as I said, all boys Catholic school, and I got the shit beaten out of me all the time for mm-hmm. being gay or for presenting as gay, even though I wasn't out. And when I was eighteen and then I was at the Greyhound after I'd finished school, I ran into this teacher from school who was gay, who I didn't know at school was gay, oh, and I ran into him and he's like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad that I've seen you." I was like, "He's like those meetings I had to have with you boys, and I wasn't allowed mm-hmm. to tell them that." they were wrong for picking on you for being gay because I would have been fired and you would have been kicked out oh of the God. school and all that sort of stuff. So that was and just he, on his yeah. conscience. Yeah, and long. he was like, wow. and we actually ended up becoming really good friends. And yeah, um, oh, nice. yeah he, he, he was a, a man of faith and wanted to teach at a religious school because he was a man of faith, yeah. but yeah. was also gay. So had to keep his sexuality repressed. I find it really interesting that like, because Christianity is supposed to be inclusive and accepting and yeah. like these people are trying to exclude. I mean, not everyone, like there are a lot of people who are very accepting. But, 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 yeah. but the church <laughs> itself is very exclusionary. Yeah. And you would think they're losing numbers, like Luke's loses morals. You would, you would think that they would be trying to embrace anyone that would, yeah. is, shows any interest in being part yeah. of the church. So if a queer kid does want to be at a religious school, or if a queer teacher wants to teach mm. at a religious school, you'd think they would be embracing that, but totally. they're not. No, that's it. I've, I've got a close friend from when I used to do roller derby um, that is a school teacher, and she is quite sexually fluid. And she did a big Facebook post probably about a week ago about this, and she was just like, "I have." refused work from religious schools because I know for a fact that I'm not going to enjoy it because I'm going to have to repress who I am and it's not something that I ever want to do and she was just I just really feel for those people of faith that are queer in the community Mm. that do want to go teach in these schools but feel like they can't or feel like they have to just completely Mm. be someone who they are and Mm. she was just like it's just bullshit this isn't okay. I just don't know what they think these gay teachers, my teachers never talked about what they were doing with their husband in bed like these gay teachers I'm going to be like Oh god, I got think? fisted after a big night of peel <laughs> on the weekend. Like yeah, they're gonna be like, ammo. Yeah, uh, yeah, welcome, <laughs> welcome to science. We're making ammo today. <laughs> Mr. I mean, Jasper's needs a new batch. That would have been a great class. That would have been the right day. Welcome to potions class. <laughs> this is how much ketamine you can have before you'll pass out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I now consider us a legitimate podcast because we finally have a mattress sponsor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> and who knows mattresses 
better than the gays. Well, except for you, because you'll do it in an alleyway, behind a bus, <laughs> in a dumpster. <laughs> but the rest of us, yeah. We spend a lot of time in bed, and we need mattresses that suit our very specific needs. Yeah, like I really don't need to feel my giant boyfriend tossing and turning. Well, it depends what he's tossing. <laughs> and koala mattresses are designed in a way where any movement is basically muted. I mean, we've all seen that video of the guy jumping on the mattress with the wine glass on it. It's actually a yeah. thing. Yeah, they call it zero disturbance technology. One of my friends has one, and like when he and his boyfriend stay in another bed, like at a hotel or something. They've gotten so used to it that they end up begging each other to stop moving. Yeah, I generally enforce a zero disturbance policy in the bed, so that sounds perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Visit koala.com and get $150 off purchases over $1,000 when you use the code GAYSREVOLTING at checkout. And they don't just sell mattresses. You can stock up on pillows, sheets, or even a new sofa delivered right to your door. And they have zip pay, so you can totally pay it off over a few months. That's koala.com with the code GAYSREVOLTING at checkout. Introduce zero disturbance into your relationship today. Like all of us. (laughs) Tom and Luke, you live in a time before you could order things online when dinosaurs roamed the earth. What was that like? I don't know. Have you ever seen um, the Flintstones? It would take a while because I had to put their feet through the bottom of the car and just paddle along. Well, like now you can just order it online and it gets delivered straight to your door. Which is a fantastic thing. My little dog, Albert, I take him for little walks oh, little to get yeah oh, my little right. dash hound I take him for little walks to when I to go get, get booze yeah. <laughs> and he now knows when we're getting near the bottle shop he starts turning into the bottle shop because he knows, he knows so well. that's where we're going <laughs> Trade him yeah. so, well. so this is great because now I don't have to look like an elka and it's also just another thing I can get mistaken for along with Uber drivers Uber <laughs> Eats, <laughs> taxi delivery You're the wine delivery guy now yeah. I can bring you wine as well I mean I feel like Grind is given a taste for having things delivered to our door why not oh, have wine geez. too so you just tell them your preferences and then they send you like a mystery bag of wine so you can try all different sorts of that's wine. That's so good. It's actually it's quite so classy. Cool. It doesn't come in a bag. It comes in a box. Oh <laughs> yeah. it's really fancy. box wine forever. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Visit thewinegallery.com today you. Do a palate quiz to work out your wine preference and get $25 off your first delivery when you use the code GAYSREVOLTING at the checkout. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okie dokie. Spooky. 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 <laughs> spooky. So I'm super excited to talk about this topic, which is mm. breakups. Breakups are Ooh. like a natural part Ooh, of yeah. human life. It's like shoplifting or workplace bullying. <laughs> <laughs> 
they're just natural things that occur to us. It, I'm, occur a lot more often to you. <laughs> to me, else, but yeah. <laughs> particular. Also, LGBT celebrity mm-hmm. for some reason. Todrick Hall. Not the brown reason. brother. <laughs> brown brother, but not my favorite. Probably my least favorite RuPaul Drag Race judge. Yeah. What slash... is he famous for? Like, I mean, he's on that. So this is YouTube stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's started on YouTube, like doing dance videos and singing yeah. videos. And he does the Disney one. That's yeah. amazing. Whereas he records four different videos of him yeah. singing different parts of like Disney songs and he like oh, compiles yeah. them all together they're amazing what, what once yeah. I matched him on Tinder when he was here and then I didn't say anything and he didn't say anything <laughs> <laughs> probably good and yeah. now he basically like, just sort of guests as a judge on various shows and yeah. does shows yes. on gay cruise ships from what I can and tell yeah. <laughs> quite bland uh, in the judge. things I've he's seen terrifying yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't dislike him but he's just never, yeah. never been yeah. obsessed with him what recently has happened is that he put one of his backup dances I believe it was on yeah. oh. blast yes. wait so he was dating one of his backup dancers well he was he was seeing Ooh, one of his backup dancers <laughs> look it up google it because it's a whole Instagram story and it's it, it like a video so he's talking it's screenshots you oh, know yeah. where people oh. put the text but it's it's about 18 part stories oh, it was pretty embarrassing for almost everyone involved oh. in it he was posting screenshots to prove that this person was, like, distrustful. Also making judgment calls about this person's character. But I disagree with you, Luke. Like, so Todrick Hall has come out and apologised for it, said I was uh, immature, I shouldn't have done that, I apologise. You know, this guy's been getting death threats and that sort of stuff. I actually have no problem with what Todrick posted in the first place. Oh, really? He posted his references, he had screenshots of text messages. He got the receipts. He He posted the receipts. um, This guy was completely using him. He was yeah. one of his backup dancers. Todrick's yeah. flying him all over the world, paying for everything. Oh. And in the, in the middle of these cute little text messages, he'll be like, oh, have you got the contract ready for the next show? I just sort of, mm. it's kind of important and stuff. Clearly, completely using yeah. him. Okay. But it's also shows this- power, though? Being celebrity mm. and then just sending, like, all your minions after this person. This guy was using yeah. Todrick for his position. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't Todrick use his position to get back at this guy? <laughs> Fair enough, you know, true. I have actually no problem with so it whatsoever. Okay. I mean, personally, I'm not the kind of person that would want to post all that stuff and have everybody talking about it when I go through a breakup I'd rather no. just lock myself yeah, in a room in private. the dark and yeah, cry <laughs> yeah. but obviously the fans went too far in sending this guy death threats and, and is it always death threats yeah, just go straight to oh that. we're gonna kill you it's this whole like, anonymous min- yeah. I can't say keyboard warriors. for listeners yeah. I stopped drinking half a week ago and smoking cigarettes and my mind is everywhere so sorry I keep saying the wrong words <laughs> cannot construct Anonymity. a sentence I promise you it's not permanent um, <laughs> yeah. I will be drinking again in a few weeks yes people are doing it behind uh, a mask of anonymity Anonymity. No, that's something that lives in the ocean, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Anonymity. I feel like we should get the puppets out. To anyway, do that. Anonymity. I just yeah. feel like good on him. I, I disagree <laughs> because Ooh. we see so many couples at work, and something that's part of couples counselling is that there are always two sides to a conflict in a relationship, no matter how black and white it can seem. And there was a very clear power imbalance in what has happened. Passes, hence the apology. You don't know this other person's perspective. We never will because I feel like I know this person very well. <laughs> we we think we do. I think that this person yeah. had the power in this relationship. Like money and fame does not necessarily equal power in the relationship. I think yeah. Todrick was totally in love with this guy He's and possibly was blind to some of the obvious things that were happening at the time and has eventually worked it all out and then looked back on it and gone, fuck, I've been an idiot being in love mm-hmm. with this person who was not in love with me and was completely using me. I think he was one that had the power and Todrick's now using the power that he has to get back at him. But I think my point is this is like purely speculative. 
and now we're judging two people's characters. And I've seen it heaps of times, yeah. and, and I hate to use this example, but you can see couples and you pick exactly what's going on. Oh, yeah. And you oh, go, I know day, yeah. this person is doing this because of the, like, objective, factual things yeah. that you know. Mm. The reality is the complete opposite sometimes. I, I think he apologized because he realized that was not the right platform to no. do it. Yeah, and, and, look, and, and that part of it, p- perhaps... Also, I don't appreciate him throwing Cardi B under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> he did apologize. He sort of weirdly apologized, yeah. even though he did that in the apology. He then, in the apology, apologized to Cardi B for that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he came for Cardi B. Fuck him. He did. And it's really weird. All of his apologies and all of his statements have these weird references to either Beyonce, Cardi Why? B. Yeah. Oh, he's always on brand. <laughs> like, he knows, he knows his audience. Such a diva. Yeah, he probably yeah. is, but he's still a human being. Yeah, and, like, sure. we see our friends post things on Facebook when they go through breakups, and we say like, things like, oh, babe, I'm so sorry. He was yeah. awful. I'm here for you. Yeah. Call me if you need. Todrick's still a human being who got emotional and posted stuff on social yeah. media yeah. like everybody else does. How about our own breakup stories? We got oh. any doozies? I had a little bit of a messy one when I was in high school. Um, my very first boyfriend ever. So, like, we dated for a little while. I had broken up with him because, like, I wasn't okay with him being in the closet at the time because I had mm. just come out. And I was just like, I just need to explore me. And then we ended up getting back together about a year later. And everything was going great. I thought, like, everything was fantastic. I was hanging out with his family. He was hanging out with mine. And then it came out at a friend's birthday party that he had been cheating on me with three or four of our friends. Three or four? Three or... Like, it was... uh, He would never tell me who it was. Because we had a big group of, like, high school friends. All the queer kids were hanging out. Yeah, I just remember just Mm. blasting him online and then sending a group message to everyone in our friend group being like, this is what he did, this horrible person. So you told you called him. Yeah, I (laughs) And then no replies from anybody. And I was just like, that says to Uh, me that all of you knew what was going on and I can't trust any of you. It was just like, cool, I have no friends now. (laughs) Um, I guess my worst breakup was when I was still living in Brisbane. I think it was my second ever boyfriend. He was living in Melbourne and he actually moved to Brisbane for me. He lived a street over from me. And no one has ever pushed my buttons like this human being. Like, I've had, like, on the street... Which buttons? All of them. (laughs) Like, screaming (laughs) screaming matches with the person. Like, no one's ever brought this side out of me. And, um, yeah, like, we used to just have full-on public fights. And then we'd, like, break up and get back together and break up. And then, anyway, like, after we'd, like, fully broken up, he would, like, wait at my post box for me every day to get come home from work so he could, like, trap me in conversation. What? I I know where this... And then, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then I'd have to turn my phone off at work because I'd have, like, legit, like, 50 missed calls. One... One night I woke up and he had let himself into my house <gasps> at like 3 a.m. drunk and crying at the foot of my bed. No. After we had broken up. I thought I was going to die. I was so freaked out. I was like, you can't do this. You can't do this. And he's like, oh, I just love you so much. I was like, this is how I die. Oh my <laughs> God. This is so scary. Like I was getting calls from his mom yeah. being like, oh, please be good to my son. It what? was like a full on thing, like emotional blackmail so much. How <laughs> did that end? Like how um, did you put a stop to It that? ended like I had to move away basically. Okay. <laughs> Like, can we tag him? Uh, yeah. No, no, the crazy thing is, since since I've moved to Melbourne now, I've bumped into him oh while I've been God. out with my brother, and everyone's like, "Holy fuck! Holy fuck! Do you need help? Do you need help?" Oh my God! And, and then we just had like a big chat, and he's completely normal now. I'm like, where was this person while we were? It's dating? just weird of all yeah. the people in the world that he could yeah. be obsessed with that he'd choose you. <laughs> with the three um, of us, right? Oh, I'm here. Yeah. Oh, can I tell another story? Like about yeah. a family member, <laughs> a, a female family member that I will not yeah. name. She was on a dating app. And 
and had been chatting to this guy and they'd like gone on dates and stuff and he'd scorned her. So she made a fake profile on the dating app and chatted to him for a while and organized a date with him (gasps) at this restaurant and then made sure she was there at the restaurant with a much hotter gentleman as he was being stood up. So she just glided by like, oh, are you here? (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. What about you, Luke? Of all of the (laughs) many breakups, what's your messiest? Um, Probably the messiest one I had was I had a long-term relationship and this person traveled for work and we'd broken up. He had started traveling again and the text started, you know, hey, how are you going? And I was replying and it built up to the point where we were talking like six times a day and we were sending photos. Yeah. Like it was on. And so I stupidly started flying interstate. I was oh. like the sisterhood of the traveling pants. Or whatever. <laughs> I went to like every single state in this country yeah. to see this guy and would stay in hotels and would do a little tour, would hook up. And this went on for about six months of me doing it and still text every single day. And it got to the end of that tour. Unfortunately, the last stop was Adelaide, which is also my hometown, which is also one of my least favorite places (laughs) in the world. So I did my last trip. Comic-Con was on at the time. So we went to Comic-Con. I saw a Pokemon tournament. It's pretty cool. And we went back to the hotel hooked up and I said okay so we've got to that point now the tour is over we live together I was like I've still got the apartment your things are all in a box there what do we do from here Mm. we've spent six months like this do you want me to unpack the stuff or do you need a couple weeks you know with your Mm. friend or whatever before you move back in and he looked at me like I just started talking gibberish he's like no we broke up six months ago (laughs) stop are you stupid (laughs) I'm going to come back to Melbourne and obviously find a new place to live. <laughs> and thank you for holding on to my stuff for six months. Oh <laughs> and that was probably the messiest breakup. Because even at that time, I was still texting my friends being like, it's all right. I'm pretty certain I got this one <laughs> worked, <laughs> yeah. worked out. And we're friends now. It's all good. Oh, but um, that was my messiest. You were just like holding his stuff. And he's like, here's this fish. I'm a dangler <laughs> in front of you. And, and, oh, my God. I probably shouldn't say this. I got crabs from that. Uh, <laughs> wow. And then I got yeah. a text and it was like, oh, I think that's because of the hotel beds or whatever. Oh, stop Have you seen the thing you can mail well. crabs to like your exes and stuff? <laughs> what? It's like this internet website and they have this like crazy, like hectic strain of crabs or something. It's like an envelope Ew. or like you sprinkle it on their clothes or some shit and then they get it and like they mail it to the... Oh, this is fucking This is oh. content I'm interested You're like, what is their website? <laughs> we'll, we'll put enough with me. I just made that one getting you all for Christmas yeah, yeah. <laughs> this link is going in the um, I feel like I beat you all because my yeah. ex-boyfriend after we broke up made three seasons of an internationally acclaimed <laughs> right. TV show and oh, told yeah. his perspective of our stories heavily throughout the show so yeah. fuck you all yeah <laughs> so there's something that I've realised that I've stopped using <laughs> Let me, oh can we guess let's guess um Oh. Needles, <laughs> toothpaste, deodorant. Oh. No, close, close. Press on nails. Well, had nails yeah, for a I few mean weeks. That. Stop using condoms. Probably... Luke looks confused. You don't know what these are. Do you? <laughs> what, what is that? No. <laughs> well, you've been in a relationship. Well, I've been in a relationship a for close to six months now. Yeah. But even before that, like yeah. I wasn't using them all the time, like sporadically. But then I was thinking about it the other night because, like, I love me some sex without a condom. Mm. It feels incredible. Said everyone ever. Said everyone ever. Exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Josh. 
Josh and I just have never used them from the beginning, but he's the only person that I've slept with from the beginning, and same with him. Mm. Like, the first time we had sex was when we both stopped having sex with everybody else. (laughs) Yeah, right. And I've got this box of them at home that I was just like, are they expired? (laughs) (laughs) They just decorative. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) just like blow them up and like put them up around the room. Yeah, (laughs) so like, I was wondering, does anyone else still use them? Like, are are condoms done? (laughs) Like, does... Like, since preppers come in, like... Yeah, I, I mean, a lot I feel of gays like... feel that way. I've definitely heard a lot of people yeah. talk about how they just don't since prep. It's kind of silly because there's still other things there are out other there. Things. Yeah. Are condoms cancelled? Are they cancelled? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Maybe that should be your Halloween costume. We need protection from you. My friends used to be really upset with me when we'd talk about this because I could honestly count the amount of times I'd use protection on mm-hmm. one hand in my entire wow. sexual career. Yeah. Which I realise is very irresponsible. But something I'm really curious about with prep culture is, you know, if you've ever been on Grinder and you're organising a hookup, it mm. often is that exchange of like, don't worry, I'm on prep, and so you're good to go. <laughs> is that the end of the conversation, though? Like, has it ever run through your head of being like, how do I actually even know this person is on prep? Yeah, yeah people take everything, like, they just say it, and they're like, okay, I believe you, done. That's like and pre-prep days when it's just like, yeah, I'm clean. Like, yeah. how am I supposed to know that? And even yeah. that wording that we were using. Yeah, the word, yeah. 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 Um, it's, yeah, you're right. It's an interesting thing. Like you said, Luke, we grew up in the 90s where it was drummed into us. You know, the I don't know if it was a worldwide campaign, but definitely Australian campaign with the, the Grim Reaper. Um, oh, yeah. Was in these commercials, and he was bowling a, a bowling ball what? down the alley, and it was I knocking remember- people down. And that was an anti-AIDS campaign. And so uh, yeah. AIDS and HIV was presented as this big, scary death mask yeah. killing. And there was like a little schoolgirl and like an old lady in a lollipop wow. lady costume and stuff and it was like oh you know AIDS doesn't discriminate and all that sort of stuff and it was if you have sex without a condom this is what's going to happen so it was really drilled into us so prior to prep 99.99% of the time I definitely used condoms Mm. since prep has come out it it was initially my intention to use both Mm. and as I've done more research and stuff I'm a lot more comfortable now not using condoms Mm -hmm. and I probably now use condoms very rarely I always think it's the other person's decision Mm -hmm. Um, if someone wants to use condoms I have no I would never put any pressure on them to not use them or be like oh don't worry about it then or something like that like I'm totally fine with using them but I prefer not using them but I think the thing about knowing whether someone's on prep or not you need to be certain about yourself and if you need to be not making any assumptions about anybody else because they might be on it but they might have also been on a bender and uh, the weekend before and not taken it for a few days and they might not be that good at taking it or whatever so you need be making sure that if prep is enough for you to feel safe when having sex if you're a HIV negative person then you need to be the person that's on it you can't be making assumptions about anyone else yeah it's just this kind of weird thing where I've had like people tell me that they were Nigerian princes yeah (laughs) sending Uh, you money and and (laughs) it's ultimately your your sexual health is your own responsibility Mm -hmm. but I've seen that message pop up so often and so early in a conversation too as a kind of like... The are you on prep question. Yeah, yeah, or not even like asking the question, telling me. Yeah, right. As a kind of like, so don't even bother going there. And also the assumption that there's nothing else sexually that I need to ask or worry about yeah. in this conversation. I had a mate back in the day who would not hook up with anyone unless they brought a printed like <gasps> really? test result. I've had people ask oh, to see. Okay. Oh, right. Sheet. Okay, yeah. 
so to the, the place like of results. the result dated wow. within the last six months saying, I need to see that or you're not coming close to my hole. Okay. Um, I've had people ask to see my bottle of prep. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't asked, wow. been asked to show them. Um, Are all you guys on prep now? I am. I'm not. You're not? Yeah. No. Have you ever been on prep? No. no. Yeah, I've never no. been on it. My boyfriend was on it when um, I was dating. He's just recently gone off it. Oh, yeah. that's like the next yeah. step. Uh, yeah, yeah, straight people move in. We get off prep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke, you're on prep. Yeah. Um, I think my yeah, some amazing results have just been released. Mm. I don't know if you guys saw it um, about the effects that prep is having. So in Sydney, they did some studies. 20% of gay men in Sydney are on prep, yet new infection rates of HIV are at the mm. lowest rate since 1985. And one, one of the main reasons that I went on it um, yeah. in the first place is because uh, years ago when I broke up with my ex, I went on a bender, mm. ended up at Wet on Wellington mm. and had sex with a guy with a condom because this is pre-prep days and I was bottoming and uh, we hadn't realised that the condom had broken during sex and then realised afterwards and he told me that he was HIV positive um, and I am HIV was and still am HIV negative first of all I was in a mentally not very well placed because of the breakup that I'd been through and then that on top of it was not a great thing luckily um, I had a very good friend who I called straight away who worked at a sexual health clinic and was like right we need to get you some PEP which is post-exposure prophylaxis as opposed to PrEP which is pre-exposure how long do you have to take PEP like after an encounter after exposure as soon as possible is the best but within 72 hours is um, pretty much Mm -hmm. not guaranteed to work but it has the best results within 72 hours so we went to the Royal Melbourne emergency in the middle of the night but this is the really early days of PEP too when a lot of people Uh, didn't know about it I was explaining it to the nurse and she had no idea what it was and I was like look I don't want to be rude but is that can you ask because like this is a thing and it's it's real and thank god they found a doctor that knew what i was talking about and went on the pep then which is a, f- a fantastic thing which more people should know about so is it like is it like a one-time like drug that you have no, to take or is it like so it's the same of- it's the same drug so it's true the yeah. same drug that um is used for prep mm-hmm. but it's a massive dose of it um, okay. and i think it was, th- was it a month or three months obviously three months until you yeah. can be tested but um I-, I think it was like three months of medication but a oh, much wow. larger dose okay um so they sent me with this giant <laughs> it looked like you know when you get your uber eats delivered oh, Oh my god so yeah for me yeah. that when prep became available having had that experience which was quite mm-hmm. nerve-wracking at the time was was why i decided to definitely go on it myself yeah, totally. there have definitely been times where i've decided not to use a condom a because like it wasn't available or b because i was too bloody drunk and yep. i was just like fuck it i don't give a shit yep. like this I think is a lot like of what's happening right there. now yeah. you roll and, the dice yeah exactly and so like scary. there's been a couple of times where i've rolled the dice too many times <laughs> and i've gotten like an sti and like i've had gonorrhea like three or four times now and there was one case mm. where I had slept with, like, a friend, and they had rung me a week later, and they're just like, I've just tested positive for syphilis. And I was just like, holy shit. Like, Mm. straight to the doctor, got tested. Luckily for myself, I didn't have it, and he had gotten it from someone else that he had slept with the next day after me. Mm -hmm. But that made me be like, ooh, Mm. maybe let's just use more condoms. Like, let's reevaluate this. you get a badge if you get gonorrhea five times? (laughs) (laughs) What sort of badge is it? You get a free badge. It's like a gym leader badge? (laughs) You're saying sort of things like, oh, I feel bad, and that sort of stuff. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. And that's why I think it's important that people know about things like PEP, because if you've made the decision not to go on press, 
prep, that is yeah. totally fine. If you're using condoms, that's great. If you do have nights where you don't use condoms, don't feel guilty, don't feel bad. No. Everybody does it. Just be, be aware. If, yeah, and you know, as long as you're getting checked regularly and that sort of stuff for, for all, all mm. of these other things that you can catch. Mm. And also keep in mind, like, actually, it's funny, on this holiday in, in Bali, we were trying to do the maths to work out how many people we've had <laughs> sex with. And I worked out it was somewhere in the vicinity of 500 to 600 people. I've never once had someone want to use a condom during oral sex. And mm. most of these other STDIs you can catch from oral sex. Yeah. Oh. So, is that news to you? Well, that's, <laughs> I, see, I these impo- yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most, most oh. of these things you can yeah. easily, very easily, especially if, yeah. if someone has symptoms, catch uh, yeah. gonorrhea. I've had well, yeah. gonorrhea. Oh, I have gonorrhea of, of the throat. Syphilis. Gonorrhea. Yeah, yeah, I've had right. gonorrhea, syphilis, and chlamydia multiple times. Yeah. I don't actually know how many times. The most recent one was I was going away with my family for Christmas and I got a text from a guy. I think we were leaving like the following morning and I was at work at my day job yeah. and it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, fuck, I've got three hours to get to a doctor and get an injection <laughs> because oh. otherwise I'm going to be on this holiday with my family and have to come up with a reason for oh, why I need no. to leave oh the family gosh. to go. Jeez. So I like was told my boss I had a migraine, sprinted down to the local GP yeah. and was like, I just need a shot quick. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. We know how to fight. I think it's also don't feel embarrassed. Like, talk about it. Talk- it's not That's that bad. It. It's a, Once you've had one, you're like, oh, shit, it's actually not the end of the world. No. Just like, be think, aware of what yeah, you're doing. Yeah. I think it's probably also important to find a doctor that you're comfortable yeah. with. Absolutely. Um, I was going with my brother. He was picking up his prescription for prep. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he was saying that he went to a doctor he doesn't normally go to, like, because it was a lot closer and he felt a bit mm. judged. And he just, so now he goes out of his way to go to where we used to live, like a doctor closer there, just because he feels way more comfortable. Is I think it's like a gay doctor and like he just yeah. feels way more at ease. So like, if you feel more comfortable, you're more likely going to go and get Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There's fantastic places. I know we've talked about the Northside yeah. Clinic a lot. Um, the Melbourne Sexual Health the Clinic Melbourne, on yeah. Swanson that, Street. That's, that's where I go. go. Yeah. They're amazing. They're fantastic. Yeah. And, and they, they don't do... They just walk in. Yeah, there, you just yeah. walk in. They give you treatment. And if you want to go on prep, they refer you to another mm-hmm. clinic yeah, to go I, to and mm-hmm. like get your prescriptions well, and stuff. Well, I was on the prep trial with them. So I get oh. to stay because I was on the trial. I get to keep going. That's there so good. Get it, which is great. It's definitely an easy dice to roll. And I think it's, it's something that we've all taken a chance on in the past the only real one that like sticks out in my mind was having a very drunken encounter with someone and going home with that person being so drunk that i didn't like really even recall going home with them Mm. or like where i was going fooling around not using protection and then waking up at seven o'clock in the morning to get to work the very next morning but the guy stopped me when i woke up and i was expecting because it's been a really shit date I'd said nothing funny or of interest <laughs> that I was expecting him to stop me to be like, that was really nice. But I you think you're a great person, <laughs> but I hope I never see you again. Yeah. And so I cut him off because I was running late and I was like, I know what you're going to say and it's all good. I didn't like it either. <laughs> so, <laughs> so awkward. So oh. I'm all good, but I got to get a taxi because Uber didn't even exist back oh. then. And he was like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. We need to talk about what you said last night. And I was so drunk. I was like, oh, my God, did I talk about my uncle again? Oh. <laughs> and I said, which part? I'm yeah. so sorry. I say a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm happy to explain whatever. And he's like, you woke me up last night. You woke me up at like 3 a.m. You told me that you were HIV positive oh, oh at 3 a.m. in the morning and then rolled over and went back to sleep. But you're, you're not HIV positive. I sleep talk when I drink right. excessive oh amounts goodness. of alcohol. And that's what your mind... What were you yeah. dreaming about? Yeah. 
I don't. I dream about a lot of stuff, but when I'm excessively drunk and in a very bad state, yeah. I talk about going to outer space. I talk <laughs> about the proper way to cook chickens. <laughs> I also talk about HIV, apparently. Yeah. And I unfortunately gave this guy a very sleepless night, and I was very late to work. The like day. Tom with the snoring. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I had to say, look, uh, I'm sorry I said that. I really actually have to run, and I'm mm. sure that doesn't look good, yeah. considering the experience oh we've God. had, but it's OG, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he believes you. <laughs> it's OG, and it's fine. It's OG, <laughs> it works every and time. I'm going to run. Yeah. And I've actually seen that person out and about in Melbourne, I think, four times. And uh-huh. every time we look at each other, of like, remember that time you were an absolute fucking dickhead? To <laughs> me? Um, wow. Just a dice that we roll in these mm. modern times, being contemporary gays. That's it. And I think society, science, and medicine are catching mm. up yeah. to the levels of sex that we want to have and how we want to have it. Yeah. And how often. You won't even need the other person, and, it'll and be that's, completely and that's safe. Yeah. the important thing with the science catching up. It actually doesn't really matter if you do become HIV positive. It Absolutely. is not the end of the world. No. It's not how it was thirty years ago. That's yeah. it. It's not a death not sentence. A death and this thing that we have in our mind of that's the worst possible thing that can happen. We the need to stop thinking yeah. that way because yeah. it's not the end of the world anymore. No. And people can go on to live yeah. very healthy, happy, long lives. If they are HIV positive. Not even that's close it. to the end of the world anymore. Yeah. Like some of the members that we've had reach out to us yeah living full and happy lives probably it's, better than it's our just, lives yeah. way healthier than me <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's been so nice seeing you all again oh, after a couple yeah, of weeks, having the whole... Gangs. Thanks We're for the lovely here. chats, boys. Yeah, yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Always. We'll um, bring it to as you As always, week. listeners, if you want to suggest that we talk about something or follow up on the, any of the conversations yeah. we've had, do jump into our little face. Send mm. us the topics. Yeah. Send all the topics. The I think there was a really <laughs> strong narrative thread, this one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't you think? Almost every topic. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for oh, listening. Thanks, yeah. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Pod. our new page and tell all your gays because yeah. like we need yeah. more of them on our recruit. side recruit <laughs> yeah tag them yeah tag Spread them the in it's, it's so cool when you get like tagged in Instagram stories and yeah. stuff I'm yeah. like oh yes yeah. I love it yeah. <laughs> a little gay agenda yeah <laughs> we'll see you all next week guys bye bye bye, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.